Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to We Gotta Talk, where the motto is real talk, big topics. This is the podcast for people who are raging moderates like myself. You live in the gray space. You have trouble making a decision. Do you like to know all of the facts before you walk out the door in the morning? Because you're crippled with anxiety, this is the show for you. I'm just kidding. I it's only medical anxiety, but really, it's pretty bad. Um, anyhow, really glad you guys are with me. This is going to be a look back at 2021. Some of the amazing guests and episodes that we've uh, had here on We Got to Talk, both on the blog and on the podcast. We're gonna go over some important lessons from experts who have been on the show, and we're also just gonna kind of shoot the shit. We're gonna have fun. We're going to look back on the growth and progress of last year, maybe some of the challenging times too. Um, Quick confession, I am a take down Christmas as soon as possible kind of gal. Uh, We woke up, I woke up at eight o'clock because Andrew let me sleep in the day after Christmas. One of his finest traits is that he just lets me be the... When when permitted, the lazy slob that I deeply desire to be. I get up early now only because I have to, but I really believe that deep down, baked inside of me is a true night owl. And, and switching into like motherhood mode has made me kind of change that. But when given the opportunity, I like to sleep until like 8.04 is like my body's natural wake up time. Now, if I go to bed at 9.30, I can swing a, like a 6.30 wake up, but anything after 9.30, I'm just, my body wants more sleep. Anyhow, got up late. Literally, the first thing I did yesterday was walk over to the Christmas tree and start taking down ornaments. I didn't pee. I didn't get water. I didn't talk to anybody. I walked like a zombie right over to the Christmas tree and started plucking off ornaments one by one. And it's sad because I really feel like this past year was actually, it was the best Christmas I've ever had. Uh when I was, from when I was a child through now, every Christmas this past year had them beat. My kids are at an age where the magic is still there in every regard. And when I tell you, they were literally jumping with joy on Christmas day. And I know it sounds corny. And for people who don't have kids, you're rolling your eyes right now. It's like, oh, how great can it be to watch other people open presents? I, it brought me so much joy. I literally had a breakdown last night. I cried so hard because I said to Andrew, it's just never going to get better than this. It feels like it can't get any better than this. It's just the perfect confluence of the kids appreciating the magic of every moment, the gifts, the family time, the dinner at my mom's house on Christmas Eve was fantastic. We've moved away from the dinner of the seven fishes because we've no one really down here in this generation really has a full appreciation for like the linguine with clam sauce and the anchovies and the whole the whole Italian shebang that we used to do back up north. But she made an incredible meal on Christmas Eve and we had a nice gathering with my sister and her family and my parents and my family. Christmas Day was awesome at Andrew's parents' house. The kids were on full tilt. They were hanging out with their cousins. They were just living their best life. And I just lost it last night because I thought, oh my God, does it get any better? I'm a sap. What can I say? I literally had a breakdown to my mother last night and I called her and she reminded me that there are there's a lot of good stuff ahead too. And as they get older, it's um, equally special, but in different ways. So anyway, that's me. We're fully cleaned out of Christmas things. Bye-bye. Stockings are gone. Tree's gone. Garland is gone. Wreath is gone. We are back on full-on minimal mode. 
my decor, my normal decor in the house. It's, I call it the lazy aesthetic, like lazy minimal aesthetic. Um, there's not a decor, there's not like a frill to be found in my house. This is a goal of mine in 2022 to be the kind of chick that likes interiors. I want to like to go to home goods more. I want to want to have a, a seasonal decor moment. I want to want it. I just don't want it. You know what I you know what I mean? I just I'm not that kind of gal. So that's what I'm working on in 2022 is making my house more of a more of a home and not just for the holidays. For the holidays we've got that down. We go from from Halloween through Christmas and we've got a decoration up for everything and I do it. I do it up for the kids, but I want to be that kind of gal that likes to likes to feather her nest. You know what I mean? In my spare time, I'm not getting like a, a wax or like a, a facial or running out to the grocery store. I want to be the kind of gal that keeps an eye out for, for the new um, the new shipment every Tuesday in Home Goods so I can make my home, make my house a home. So we're working on that. Anyhow, we're, we're pretty much, we're ready for 2022 over here. Andrew literally skipped out of the house this morning. He's back at work. It's great. The kids are out here hanging out, playing outside. Florida's great for this kind of stuff. So let's take a look back on 2021 and some of the amazing guests that I had. So here's the thing. It's actually really hard to break down <laughs> a, a list of highlights for this show because usually it's not me just rambling on a microphone alone. We have guests most of the time here on We Gotta Talk, and they're always fantastic and amazing. Um, and so I'm going to run through a few um, sort of high points of the year. I'll tell you the episode numbers, and I'll put this all in show notes and some big lessons that I took from each guest over the past year. I'm going to start off with something that was particularly impactful for me on an individual level, and I know that it's been impactful for others as well who have followed up since this episode has come out. So episode 118 on We Gotta Talk was all about human design. So this was, at the beginning of this past year, a suggestion I got on a topic from a follower of mine on Instagram. And ooh, I hate that word, cringe, a follower. Um, but you know what I mean. Someone who messaged me and they were like, listen, you need to do this topic. Human design is really fascinating. It's all about telling you why you are how you are. So I, I've i always said that I, I feel like more, it's hard for me sometimes in groups. I'm a true extrovert and I do love people. I genuinely thrive off of good conversation, but there's something about me that can, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't do well in big groups. It, make, it makes me a little nervous or anxious. I pick up on energy so acutely that I can feel and I'm just being very candid here. If someone's kind of shading me, I can feel I can feel defensive. I can close off very easily. So I did this great um, reading with Randy Lee on Instagram. She is I am Randy Lee, and she's a human design expert. And it turns out that my human design profile is a manifester, which means I'm more connected to like source energy and things like not people than people, which is weird for a person who considers herself a people person, but it gave me a real moment of forgiveness. I always thought that I was just a weirdo and had difficulty interacting with people because if I felt like there was any tension coming from them, I just kind of shut down and I acted like I acted like a weirdo. But hearing this interpretation of perhaps why I am the way I am gave me the biggest sense of forgiveness and acceptance. And it made me less harsh on myself. It turns out that's just kind of who I am. And it's not a good thing or a bad thing. Um, manifestors happen to be, I think it's like 9 or 10% of the, of the population in general. But, um, you know, 
I apparently am more connected. <laughs> I'm like always floating around in the clouds and that's just who I am. I encourage you to go listen to this episode if you have a few minutes. There's a ton of quizzes you can take online about what your human design profile is. And I've done it with a couple of friends and I find it to be just incredibly accurate. So check that out. Here's another big one we did that got a ton of traffic on not only... um the blog, it had a ton of downloads on the podcast, and it actually had a lot of follow-up in real life, too, with my um, therapist, Rapid Transformational Therapy. So I worked with the amazing Shanna Wendell, who founded Shine Wellness, which is also on Instagram under that name. And I did a session of Rapid Transformational Therapy with her in person. Ugh, this was so good. Guys, again, 2021, apparently for me, was the year of looking inward and understanding and accepting myself from my social perceived social flaws to my you know, inability to do certain things without discomfort to, I just everything to my medical anxiety, which we didn't even touch on, which is just another huge part of um, what has made me up lately, like a lot of, a lot of anxiety in there. Um, anyhow, rapid transformational therapy was a big listen because I think a lot of people are interested in a process that they can go through that can help unwind some of the um, anxieties and concerns that we've carried around in ourselves for a long time. So here's the basic info. And if you go to wegotatalk.com and click on the blog and or, or anywhere and just search RTT, it'll bring you through the whole process. But basically what it is, is one to two hours of therapy, hypnotherapy with a trained individual where you work through a deep issue that you have. There's a visualization. There's like a relaxation process where you actually get into the hypnotic state, for lack of a better word. There's a visualization. Your therapist will walk you through several scenes that have been impactful in your life. And for me, three came up that were so tied into the person that I am that it was kind of crazy. And then there's this whole thing. I called it on my blog post, The Comforting, but it's part of the session where you greet and comfort your childhood self. And it really becomes clear how those points of trauma in your life have impacted you, have shaped how you respond to things. And so Shanna had me picture my younger self. And when I came through to myself, I'm aware of how weird this sounds, okay? So just don't. Um, the, the smaller, the younger version of self that came through for me was around five or six years old. And she actually walks you through the process of reaching down and physically comforting your old self. And I, I bawled during this. I, I had a wonderful childhood. I had uh, had and have a very close relationship with my immediate family. Um, no capital T traumas, as, as a therapist might say, but enough has happened that when I went through this part of RTT, it was so soul cleansing and powerful that I can't properly describe it with words. So you do have to check this episode out. Um, it Overall, RTT feels like it feels like an awake nap where you come out weirdly having resolved some deep things. Anyway, I can't recommend it highly enough. I can't recommend Shanna highly enough as well. She's in the Orlando area, but she does a ton of sessions uh, virtually and remotely. So check her out. This episode, if you want to listen to more on We Gotta Talk, is 126. Another episode that I really look back uh, very fondly on is the episode that I did with Dr. Dan Goodnow on disease 
does not have to be your destiny. So Dr. Goodnow is um, a, a neuroscientist whose research focuses on the aging of the brain and preventing certain um, biochemical reactions from happening that, that accelerate the aging process, essentially. So he walked us through... Um, certain supplements you can take and things you can do to prolong your current mental health. And I mean, this not on the emotional side of things, but like I said, on the biochemical and actual like measurable side of things. Um, that is episode 148. I encourage you to go back and take a listen to, I have him walk us through, like I said, not only like a list of supplements that you can take, but things that you can do to challenge your brain to stay sharp longer. He's done a ton of research on Alzheimer's. So if you know someone that has Alzheimer's dementia or any neurodegenerative disease, I've mentioned this before. My mom has Parkinson's. And so this is an area of great interest to me is preserving the, the health of the brain. You need to listen to this episode. And moreover, you need to check out his website, uh, Dr. Goodnow. And again, this will all be in show notes. It's spelled G-O-O-D-E-N-O-W-E. And his name, name is Dan, D-A-Y-A-N. It's like Dan. It's like you're saying Dan, but Dan, Dan. Anyway, He's really great. He's really smart. The episode is 148. Please go back and give that a, less, a listen. Another highly listened to episode was Hormones and Skin. We brought our favorite um, board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Zina Via, back on the show. This was episode 151. And we talked all about hormones and skin and why our skin changes as we age. So in this episode, we actually walk through decade by decade things you can do to... Preserve the health of your skin, um, look the best you can look for your age, all this good stuff. Um, basically, what I took away from all of this is that hormones impact everything and that if there is one test you should do as a woman of childbearing age, whether or not you've had children, whether or not you plan on having children, this has nothing to do with fertility or one's desire to have a family biologically, you need to pay attention to your hormone health. Um, so Dr. Zinavia and I really focused on the impact of hormones uh, as far as it relates to your aesthetics, your, your the, the look and feel of your skin. And it does turn out that as you lose estrogen, as you age and progesterone goes down, you do begin to lose some of that suppleness and that firmness. But it also just so dramatically impacts your mood. Um, Dr. Carrie Jones was another episode that I did. She's a hormone expert. This was a while back and I can go ahead and link this in show notes as well. But um, these are two episodes that I really highly recommend for any woman who is wanting to know what you're, why you feel the way you feel. Um, knowing these levels and if you desire to, getting on appropriate treatments to sort of balance out your hormones will make the biggest difference in your life. I cannot stress it enough. Please, 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 please. Um, okay, let's move on. We actually kicked off the season two of We Gotta Talk you, with this episode. It was episode 142, Your Best Sleep Starts Tonight. So this was an interview with adult sleep consultant Kelly Murray. And I'm going to leave you with one nugget from this episode. A lot of the questions that I got going into this episode, because as always, we sourced questions and asked you guys what you want to know, was how do I fall back asleep after I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel wakeful and restless? So Kelly's tip, which was huge on this, was to give yourself five to 10 minutes of tossing and turning, try to get comfortable again, try to get in a spot where you feel like you can fall back asleep. If that is not happening, she says to physically remove yourself from the bed, to get out and do something separate from whatever your current sleep situation is. So get out of your bedroom, 
remain as calm as possible. Don't go flicking on your, you know, living room light and turning on Netflix and blah, blah, blah. But find a relaxing activity, maybe reading, maybe if you're if you're into meditating, maybe meditating or taking a few deep breaths. Do something in low light that's not overly visually stimulating. And then when you begin to feel that sensation of sleep, go back into bed. She said one of the biggest mistakes people make is they try for too long to fall back asleep in their current sleep environment. And their brain begins to associate that with a place that's difficult to fall back asleep. And so essentially you're defeating, you know, you're defeating the whole, the whole reason, you know, you're, you're in bed to begin with, which is to rest. So leave the bed, get out, do something relaxing. And then as soon as she says, keeping your lights dim is actually vital for this. Also, if you have blue blocking glasses, put those on and do something mundane read, relax. And as soon as you feel sleepy, get back into bed. And she says, over time, you will reprogram your brain to be able to fall back asleep. Another quick tip from this episode, which I think is just so easy to implement, um, avoid screen time a half hour prior to falling asleep. I don't personally do this, but I do wear blue blocking glasses if and when we watch TV, which actually is most nights, or if I read my Kindle. Put your, put your device on nighttime mode. Like this is the cheapest, easiest way to avoid exposing your eyes to blue light. You can get glasses, and I do for the TV, which is far away. But if I'm reading on my Kindle at night on my iPad, all I do is turn on nighttime mode. It is so simple, and it will take away that blue light from your device. And then you can use that Kindle to read, you know, Kindle on your whatever device it is to to, to fall asleep and you're not getting the blue light. Anyway, it's really great. Check that episode out. Again, that is episode 142. Some spicy episodes, yay, that we had this past year. Um, Alice Little, this episode, not surprisingly, did really well. Alice is the highest or at one of the highest legal sex workers in the United States. And in this episode, which is episode 146, she talks all about why her job is more than just sleeping with people. I mean, essentially. And she also, like, because we love a good takeaway, right? I think there's, this episode was interesting because it wasn't only an interview with someone who does something that we're all like, oh, tell me more. Like, what? But it also had a lot of practical takeaways for getting in the mood. I think a lot of women, especially, when you're coming downstairs or wherever, back into your room from a three-hour nighttime routine or however long it takes to get your kids to sleep or you're coming home from a stressful day at work and you just have that inability to like switch your mindset over to like connect with your partner mode. This is the episode you want to listen to. She talks all about her own relationships with her clients and these are relationships. She has long-term, you know, relationships and, and connections with a lot of her clients. And she said, you'd be surprised how many focus on emotional intimacy. And so she runs us through some quick ways to just get your mind right because you just can't flip the light switch sometimes. You know what I mean, sister? You need a little you need a little break in the action. You need to switch. You need to take off one hat, put on the other hat. Not literally, you know, unless you're into that. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's episode 146. She is also, not that this should be a surprise, but just surprisingly just down to earth and normal for someone who has a job that's highly unusual. And she's amazing. So check that out. Episode 146. Um, finally, let me see if I have one. Oh, actually, I actually have two more that we want to highlight. 
We did an episode on infertility with the host of the Infertile AF podcast, Ali Prado, as well as a fertility coach, Elizabeth King. So in this episode, oh gosh, this was important for so many, in so many ways and for so many people. First of all, it, it served the purpose of helping all of the women who've gone through this feel a little less alone. Um, everyone that I have known has dealt with some level of struggle to get pregnant or to conceive, whether that's taking longer than they than they anticipated it taking to get pregnant naturally or going all the way through the various steps of getting pregnant that aren't, you know, that are beyond the the regular way, um, IUI, IVF, all of this stuff. Um, we, we touch on everything in this episode. So Allie, who's the host of Infertile AF, walks us through all of the impactful stories that she's featured on her show, her own personal story of secondary infertility. It was really difficult for them to have their second child and and, and emotionally what worked for them and practically what worked for them. So Elizabeth King is, is a fertility coach and she's sort of where all of that comes in. She walks us through um, the things that you should be doing if you're planning on trying to get pregnant down the line. And this ranges from, you know, nutritional evaluations to different methods of getting pregnant. She's um, a certified fertility coach, a master certified ICF life coach. She's a doula. She's a new parent educator. And so um, what's cool about Elizabeth in this episode is that she had three kids of her own after the age of 40. And her whole thing is approaching this from a holistic angle. So she's Helped hundreds of women achieve conception. Um, she says she's worked in 20 plus countries around the world. She's a supportive coach through every stage of your fertility journey. And that's from trying to conceive all the way through early parenthood. So please check that episode out. Pass that along to someone too. What, like I said, what that episode offered more than anything, in my opinion, was a sense of hope, um, a sense of of you not being alone and I think, honestly, that makes all of the difference most times. So check that out. Again, episode 147. And finally, finally, this was kind of earlier in, actually two more that I want to highlight, a little earlier in the year before we transitioned over to season two of We Gotta Talk, which technically launched in September of this year. I did um, an episode of Ch on change and why it's so hard to break old habits. And this is actually perfect for the new year, the things you can do to implement change when you're actually ready. So this was an interview um, with Dr. Gabia Tolakita, and she is an author and also, a, I believe, a neuroscientist as well. Um, yeah, neuroscientist and author. Her book is called Why the F Can't I Change? And in this episode, we talk about why bad habits are hard to break. We talk about fear and reward and what roles they play in our ability to make change. We talk about nature versus nurture because, um, as we know, there are two competing sort of schools of thought as to which is more impactful on the way that we, we we act as a human, whether it's nature, the things that were born into us or nurture, the way that we were raised. So please check this episode out as you head into 2022. If you're interested in making lasting change, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to take advice from someone who is going to help me change, I want it from someone whose job it is to study brains and to understand how it works in, in every single way. That's episode 114 on We Gotta Talk. Oh gosh, how did I forget about this one? NFTs. WTF is an NFT. So non-fungible token. Now listen, I could sit here and try to explain to you what I think I learned from this episode. <laughs> but the truth is, it's still complicated to me. But please check this episode out. I interviewed... um. 
Carson, Carson, what's her name? Carson Cards, Carson Woods. Um, she talks about the world of blockchain and Bitcoin, which is this new way of paying for things online that's not technically currency, but is currency that everyone you know and their mother is investing in right now. We talk about NFTs, which is short for um, non-fungible tokens, which are essentially digital assets that you can buy online. It's like, think of it like digital art, not that it's always artwork or not that it's always creative in nature, but just an example of an NFT could be a piece of digital art created by someone. It's the original version. It's like getting an original Picasso or something. And it's stamped. I could be wrong. Listen on all this, guys. So if you're an expert, just spare me the embarrassment. (laughs) Just listen to this and then like DM me on Instagram and tell me I'm wrong. But basically what I what I took away from this was the importance of investing early if you're interested in any of this and um, looking into the types of NFTs that could be profitable for you to own in the future. So essentially when you buy an NFT, I believe it's like sort of marked or recorded somewhere on blockchain that like you're the original owner. Now, yes. Can you screenshot anything that's on your screen and technically own a copy? Yes. But it's like owning a a reproduction of the Mona Lisa, right? You're never, it's never going to be worth anything unless it's, it's the original. So it's the same concept with an NFT. The goal is to own that original digital piece of art or whatever it is, piece of original content, and have proof that it is yours. I don't know why it's valuable, but apparently it's valuable. And it's only getting more and more um, prevalent as as the days and weeks and months go on. So check out that episode with Carson. It's episode 130. And it will be really, really helpful if you're anything like me and you just want to know what this is all about. That's the highlight, the wrap up of the shows I think you should check out from 2021. Yay. And then I want to mention this too. Um, Another, you know, we say all the time here, we contain multitudes. We go deep. We're also superficial here on We Gotta Talk because we love to talk about things that are simple and fun and frilly and frivolous because we can't always talk about preserving the health of our brain or how to make healthy change or the best investments without going back to like a good face cream. Here's another um, thing I suggest you guys check out on the blog as well. I will link this all. RF microneedling is a process or procedure, I guess I should say, that has become increasingly popular over the past, oh God, I mean, it's been around for years, but um, I did a a review on RF microneedling. If you go to wegotatalk.com slash blog, again, I will link this as well. You can check out what RF, which is radio frequency microneedling is all about. It's also known as like the, the vampire facial, how it works, buppity-bah. This is one of the beauty treatments I did in 2021 that I found to be... Um, the most results driven, I mean, aside from Botox or an injectable that was immediately visible, this is something that I think will improve the overall quality of your skin and last for a while. So this is the facial where you go, you get your blood drawn, they spin it in the centrifuge, they draw out that plasma, which is that golden colored, um, the liquid gold, as they say, um, element of your blood that is then separated and put back into your skin after you do the microneedling. The microneedling that I did was not a skin pen. It was this thing that like punched into your skin. You go in, you get your skin numbed, you'd get your blood drawn. They clean off your face really well. They take this thing that sounds like a staple gun. <laughs> it's just, it sounds awful. It is actually not incredibly painful, but I wouldn't suggest it to do for enjoyment's sake alone. Anyhow, they... Do every square inch of your face with this device that essentially 
punches needles into your skin. You're numbed technically, but they pass through this, uh, pass through your, over your skin multiple times. And so by the time you're on your third pass, you feel it. I'm not going to lie. It's not the most pleasant, but it's not awful. Um, and then after that microneedling process is done, they the, the esthetician takes that liquid gold, that plasma that they drew from the centrifuge, and they pat it back onto your skin. And it is said to improve your um, your skin's own ability to create collagen because it's taking your own plasma and it's deeply penetrating into the skin because you just punched a bunch of holes in your skin and it's allowing your skin to plump up and feel great. So there you go. There's your scientific explanation. Do check it out though. Um, I go over every detail you could possibly want to know on the blog. We got to talk.com slash blog. Just search up RF microneedling. And again, I will put that in show notes. That's it. That's it for me. We're going to wrap up this year on a high note. Um, yeah, we had so many amazing guests on the show. You know, I'm thinking about as we go into the new year, even though technically we're still in the middle of our season because our season kind of starts when the school year does, September through essentially May. Um, still technically in the middle of season two, but we're always looking for ways to improve and and, and continue to offer you guys a ton of value and um, essentially make it feel like it's not time wasted when you come here, whether it's a fun solo episode where we just kind of shoot the shit, or if it's an episode where we have an expert on who's sharing their wisdom and their knowledge. Um, we're just always trying to make it useful for you here on We Gotta Talk. So I hope you know at the close of this year that if you've been here since the beginning, I'm so grateful for you listening and and, and or watching and reading. Um, this is as interactive as it gets. I mean, I'm not the type of person who runs away from feedback or criticism or, um, you know, any kind of interaction in any way. So I hope you know, if you're listening to this, I love to hear from you guys, Instagram, um, on Facebook too. I check those messages occasionally. It's a little more difficult sometimes. <laughs> um, but I love to hear what you think. And I want to know what you guys want to hear more about as well. Um, this is a place and will continue to be a place where we really run the gamut. Um, my background and my, I, I think my inclination as a human is to tend a little like intense and serious see human design manifester chat we had a few minutes back i'm like kind of an intense kind of chick you know i'm the kind of girl who's asking my friend what it was like to grow up in communist poland at a cocktail party you know i don't really want to know about your shoes i want to know about your spiritual evolution okay so i know that when given free reign i get a little I get a little intense and that's just who I am. I think for a long time, um, I tried to run away, from, run away from that and kind of get away from the nerdy dorky kind of aspects of my personality, which are just to just go in a horde on everything all the time. But I'm learning that, um, in life as on this platform here, we can, um, we can embrace both sides of ourselves. And, um, it's been so fun to really have an outlet that allows me to embrace, both sides of me, like the exceptionally curious and, um, <clears throat> you know, ever evolving part of me that wants to take in all kinds of different, um, you know, political opinions or, you know, understand people's spiritual evolutions all the way to things like we just discussed, like our, why I shoot my face up with needles and micro needling. I mean, there's space for it all here. And, um, I really hope that if you've been listening for a while, you've 
you've kind of caught that drift. This is a safe place for good conversations, that um, this is a place for growth. It's a place where maybe you might not agree with what the guest has to say, or you might not agree with what I have to say, and you still walk away um, feeling like you understand something a little bit better, better. I don't mean to beat this drum too, too much because um, I feel like we've we've covered this before, but um, We Gotta Talk is not just like the name of this podcast. This is a big corny alert, by the way. Like this is dorky, but I have to say this because um, as we round out the year, we, you know, it's nice to sort of reflect on where we've been. We Gotta Talk is, is truly the way I live my life. Um, there's always in me a desire to understand things and to show up in spaces that are sometimes fun and embracing, but also in spaces that feel maybe initially hostile or um, different in an uncomfortable way. And as we go into the new year, um, I hope this, I and I will make sure that this space continues to be um, a place for those kinds of conversations. Um, I'll never get away from the sort of roots of, of who I am and what this show started as, which is a true, true deep dive. But I also hope to kind of connect with you guys on on another level and do more of these solo episodes where we can catch up on life. You know, sometimes you need a light listen, too. Sometimes we don't want to talk about the fact that, you know, we could die every time we walk outside the door. Medical anxiety talking. But, you know, sometimes we want to talk about superficial and fun things, too. But, um, you know, that's this this show and... The name of it, the title of it is is truly the way I live my life. And I'm just really, really honored that even if it's 10 people who are listening, that you're here and that you're uh, growing with me and learning with me and that we can do this together. You know, coming from a space where um, I was restricted in so many levels, um, working in traditional media by time and by um, perspective and by my ability to talk about certain things, this show has felt like such a breath of fresh air. It's it's truly um, given me the deepest sense of of purpose far beyond what my job in traditional media and, and, and TV news did for so long. And I love that job. So <laughs> that was hard to beat. But 2022 is going to be full of so much good stuff. And I'm grateful for you for being here and please let me know your thoughts. What do you want to know about? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to gossip about? I mean, we can do more fun stuff or straight up Hollywood gossip, whatever. We're going to do it all. It's going to be a great year. Thank you. Big, big hugs from the um, digital space over here. <laughs> Thank you for listening. As always, please, please, please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. That is actually something that makes a huge difference in getting these shows out to people who might enjoy them or find them useful in some way. Have a wonderful blessed, safe, healthy end to the new year and a glorious start to 2022. And we will be seeing you soon with more goodness here on We Gotta Talk.